What is this behavior? Um, I don't know, actually. Do you want it? I think so. You're dying for it! Yeah, you're right. What is this behavior? Happy New Year, everyone listening. Welcome to another episode of What Is This Behaviour podcast, a show where three South Asian creatives speak to amazing South Asian people around the world that are doing, I guess, non-South Asian-y, typical non-South asian things in order to redefine what it means to be South Asian with the hope, let me add another bit, with the hope that we, that we land on this idea that South Asian-ness is constantly evolving and we can never be pigeonholed because we are emergent. Okay, I've got it out. Calm down, Ruben. Calm down. Sorry. Always triggered. Always triggered. Um, Happy New Year, I'd say as well. I hope you guys are as well as possibly can be, all things considered, right now. And we want to say a massive well done. And I'm sorry for the fact that we all had to endure 2020. If the devil was a year, it would be 2020. I know we've grown through it, but it's been an uncomfortable journey of growth. There's been a lot of fear, there's been a lot of uncertainty, anxiety, tragedy, loneliness, challenges, newness, just so much. And we thought we'd start the year with, well, after Ryan's episode, because we had to start the year with some positive energy, man. But we thought we'd have a, have a look. We put a microscope on 2020. Reflect. What can we learn? What can we take forward? And then we thought collectively, myself, Aaron and Almas can strategize and share our ways of forward planning for 2021 so the episode explains our different strategies and I, and I really am blown away by Aaron's um, how analytical he is with his past and present and how we can use that to move forward in such an efficient way I've been absolutely blown away man and we really hope you enjoy it um, thank you for staying with us if you are uh, if you've been on the ride since um, early 2020 and if you're new welcome welcome to the family we're growing the family, we're growing the possibilities, and we're taking all of that into an unknown 2021. Bring it. What is this behavior? How you mean? Oh, wait, 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 wait. We're not What's waiting. It's already happening, no, Aaron. Rubes, I can't record a man saying card protected. Sorry, card's protected? <laughs> oh, protected from you're, you, locked up by your own. Yeah, team. your cards. Your cards got its own New Year's resolutions for 2021, <laughs> man. It's had enough of hearing your ramblings, bro. You Unprotect that arrow, man. Live unprotected. Live an unprotected life. Come on, live on the edge for 2021. Experimental. Experimental. <laughs> emergent. <laughs> live an emergent life, Aaron. I just had a croissant, and now I've got some tea. Croissant, oh, yeah, a croissant. Yeah. I don't know where you're getting croissant. those croissants from. Do you know what 2021 Alma's comes out? next, she's jumped to class and she's got an accent to go with it. A croissant. croissant, I don't even know what accent croissant. that was actually. Croissant, all right, is that all you had? A croissant and a tea. Uh, well, I yeah. can do one better. I'm fasting until two. I'm doing a you're fasting until two. Yeah, what's wrong with you, lot, guys? Is this part of your regimes or something? No, yesterday I, so post COVID I've had, obviously I lost my appetite and then mm. post COVID I, the past week I've gained a mad appetite. So I know that my body's trying to stock up on yeah. all the energy. Um, <laughs> and yesterday I ate like so much. It was a lot of stuff. Like the whole day I was just really hungry. I had like an omelet on toast. I had, um, like then I had like mac and cheese and like this whole veg thing and then I had dinner as well. So today I'm eating lighter and cleaner um, to cleanse my body because I woke up feeling really um, heavy because of what I yeah. ate last night. I so, rate yeah. you, man. You're really in tune with your body. I honestly, I, the alarm goes off, eat, Ruben. That's it for me. You know I what? Once I need to work at understanding tune... what's going on. Yeah, just take time and like you, you, your body is trying to send those messages to you. Mm. You just have to um, find the language, really. Like you find, you know, when I, I know you were laughing at me when I came around and I was like, you need to like be in touch with the plants, but <laughs> it's all connected in the same thing. Be in like, touch with the plants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for real. I've like, tried to be in touch with the plants, but it's it a journey. Died. Don't worry. Which what, died, which plant man. now? My, the one uh, that big Melina's oh, gift. Oh no! Oh. Yeah, I, I poured boiling hot water in it actually. Why I did you it was do cold. that? Because it was cold, and I thought 
if I'm feeling cold, maybe the plant's feeling cold. So I pour boiling water on this. Ruben, man. <laughs> this hurts me. It really hurts. It hurts I'm joking, me when man. I didn't die. kill a plant with no, boiling. I'm not that it. bloody dumb. Listen, it Aaron. Yeah. Aaron, you're doing a lot of whacking in the background. What are you doing? A Zumba yeah, class that, or something? No, that won't get picked up on the oh, okay. uh, Zoom, will it? I'm just writing some notes. All right. Oh, right. Oh, Aaron's in the episode, already preparing <laughs> in the episode. He's writing notes. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I was wondering why Aaron was quiet here, yeah, but I thought, oh, yeah. do you know what? It's just us chatting. No, I left it. I left him notes. to get my notepad. He's doing prep. Oh, my gosh. Listen. You're locked in to the What Is This Behaviour podcast. We are recording and we are talking about our reflections of last year, moving forward into our resolutions for this year. Right. Now, we're definitely doing reflections. Whether we want to call, we'll call the other bit resolutions, goals or intentions, I don't know. Is there a difference between those three words to start with? I mean, I just think generally, yeah, it's just energy to whatever you want to move forward with. Well, I think resolutions is just probably like the word that, you know, society uses. But um, intentions is cool too. Um, yeah. yeah. Intention what... seems lighter than goals, which may be a cop right. out to some people, right? But at the mm. same time, I think it's an act of self-care to not put ridiculous pressure on ourselves. Mm. I don't know. I float in between. One part of me is like, do the goals, make them smart, hit the marks, get the day mm. out and grow, Ruben. And the other part of me is like, calm down. You've had a hard year. You don't need to achieve the world. I don't know. Yeah. Where do you guys stand what on that? What is even a year? Like, what is even <laughs> what a year? Is, you know what what I mean? is time? Right. <laughs> but so, Rubes, you know, like, back in the day, <laughs> let's say, like, five years ago, Rubes, yeah? Yeah. Would you have, has your process um, of, like, intentions, resolutions, or goal setting, has it changed since then? Tell me about that time. Me personally, yes, I think it has changed. I think um, I would have one or two goals and then I would try and put my Aggie systems in place and go hell for leather, if that's the term, to actually get those things done to a point where I would, as the year unfolds, I would stick to my goal so regimentally mm. that I'd, like I'd lock myself in my loft studio that I built and just end up super isolated um, and I have breakdowns because I put blinkers oh, on. So my yeah. approach now is, I mean, it's intentional, but it's mm. a lot less blinkered. There's a lot of space, you know what I mean, to be malleable and to be fluid. And there's a lot more focus mm. on collaboration and community with my goals. Because I think my goals have changed as well. You know, I think this year, I don't know about you guys, but this was the first time I was like, okay, let's let's make a difference between intrins intrinsic goals and external goals. Mm -hmm. Because back in the day, it would be mainly external goals. And I, I would evolve intrinsically anyway, but it wouldn't be an intention set as part of my strategy at the beginning. Does that mm -hmm. make sense to both of you lot? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so what it's you're like saying a subtle is shift you, had, in a way. you were motivated by external things. And what power or, yeah, what power did that have then if, if it was an external thing? Did it mean that you had to achieve something in order to feel the reward? Yeah, so I think a lot of the time external goals are a little bit easier to measure, you know, than the intrinsic ones. Because how do you, how do you actually benchmark emotional and psychological growth and happiness? It's hard, it's hard to measure. It's not as measurable. Or it's tricky. You know what? I feel like it's measured by feeling, which is not quantifiable. That's yeah, exactly. So I agree with that. I hear mm. you. Because like, I can feel sometimes I can feel myself, there'll be like a time or a day, and then I just do a breath and I'm like, oh my God, you let that go. And mm. it and I, so I know when it happens, mm. but I couldn't tell you maybe I should track it more in terms of, you know, like months and times and stuff like yeah. that. But um, which, I, which I, I think Aaron does well, you know, and which I've started to do is actually track feelings and emotions. I think that is such <clears> a good <throat> idea because we are cyclical. So we always come back round and sometimes you're able to map out like a particular date and shifts that happen in inside you or, you know, whatever in your life. And sometimes you could feel sad on a day and not realize that maybe five years ago, there's like a muscle memory of an experience that you mm. had and that triggered mm. that. Oh, whole. my God. So no, I, I think, Aaron, oh, go on. 
No, so like I'm literally <laughs> gonna build on that when you finish. I'm, I'm finished. I'm finished. I'm ready to hear. I was gonna ask no, you what it was about. Yeah. So like, <clears throat> like the reason why I've been taking notes is actually I realized this episode I've got hopefully loads of different insights, positive and negative. But um, yeah, just building that last sentence. One of the things that I do is the um, the diary, right? So. Um, I think one, I've right? been, yeah, the day one app, I've been keeping it for nine or 10 years now. Aaron smashed um, this, by the way, wow. nine and 10 years, every and day, you know, Amas. imagine yeah, so, yeah, so that's kind of, that's, that's developed nice. and built, right? So the first reason was just, I think, was born out of a place of, I want to be able to lock down memories and start writing, because I hate writing, and just figure it out. But as as it kind of grew, you're right, so like, they have like a really good thing on this on the app where it goes this time last year so when you're writing an entry you can kind of see what you um what you what you wrote the year before and obviously the more you invest in it the the bigger that becomes as an asset because you've got more entries each year and there's certain days where i'll be like i feel like shit and like clockwork i go through the post for the last seven years and that day has been terrible like the same day. Oh. i don't know if it's day. Like the exact the day no 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 the exact wow. day yeah, and so wow. <clears throat> some of the the thing that I added into it across the years. So one thing I started to tag it. If it was a really really bad down day, mm. I put like down day or like super positive day. And the mm. good thing that you learn from that is that it is just it's just being human, right? So like you're gonna have these days that are just gonna be down. There's always gonna be like for me there was an average. Like I think once every month I have like two really shit ones. And you just, it takes the pressure off. You're like, okay, cool. This is just, this is just being human. You're going to feel shit. Like, you know, once, like for me, I think the trigger was weather or lack of sunlight and stuff like that. So you're like, okay, cool. This is just, I'm going through the motions. I'm going to sit through it. And then tomorrow is going to be a better day. So that kind of tagging it down days as well, like has really helped. I think as I developed, yeah. I added in the grateful thing, which I know Almas, we were speaking at the start of this morning about, and Ruben, you've added it in. I kind of just mm. added it into the process of my diary entry. So it wasn't a specific gratitude journal. I think I picked it up from a self-development book and it was like, at the end of my entry, I'll put like a little title of what I'm grateful for. And that's kind of how I add that in. But that's been mad helpful. Yeah. So so what, <clears throat> we, what, we, what it seems like we're talking about now is before we even try to set any goals, it's reflecting on the year past or even longer than just the year to understand it I, I think that's so important and I think last year 2019 was the first time I ever done that you know and this year I just mm. done it at such a detailed like I really went in I spent like four days going through the whole of 2000 uh, the whole of 2020 day by yeah. day using my calendar and using my five minute journal app and literally listing stuff do you do any, ref before I even get into the details of that, Almas, do you spend any time reflecting before you plan or do you even reflect or do you even plan? So something that I did um, in the last couple of weeks of December was the, is it called the yearly compass? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I did the yearly compass and that was um, intentional deep reflection on the past year, which uh, which is 2020. Um, and then allowed me space to reimagine or Im or imagine what 2021 looks like without boundaries. So what was really useful in that process? And if if anyone um, wants to do this, it's a it's it's a PDF pack called um, the Early Compass, and you can download it online. Um, and also, if you just DM us on What Is This Behaviour podcast on Instagram, uh, we can grab your details and send it to you if you like. Um, but what I realised was one of the first exercises in this in this pack was to go through each month and mm -hmm. highlight any. So go through your calendar and go through e each month and highlight any major things that happened, whether that was you know like a business conversation or something that happened in your personal life or a key day or a birthday, things like that. And because 2020 was such a jam-packed year and I think was such an <laughs> influx of information, there was a lot of information coming our way yeah. and still is, um, 
stuff that happened in January, February, March and April kind of, to me, was a whole separate year. Like it wasn't even, <laughs> by the time I reached November, true. Yeah. I was in a completely different space. Yeah. And We're all so, in retirement now. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, so for for me, I do I do reflect. I always am a bit more of a um, thinker, feeler, and um, and I like to write things down. And I'd like to clear out old energy before I bring in new energy. So the answer is yes. I do like to sit down first and reflect before I plan. Because I need mm. to make room for it. It's the same, you know, it's like tidying a room. You start mm. in one place, clear it out. You've now got a surface to put stuff on. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I've always been inspired by how thorough Aaron is with that day one app. A couple of years ago, that he was like, wild. you know, I've done it for every day for five years. I'm like, what? How did you lock that habit in, man? But now as I do it, I'm like, it's I've, I've built it in as a lifestyle habit. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah, second yeah. nature to me. I tell you what I done, yeah. Um, I... I went through the whole year, month by month, and but basically day by day, and in and and on, obviously on Evernote, I created a note for every single month, and in those, like, let me, I'm just gonna quickly bring it up so I can read it as, as like quickly. So 2020, um, so I went January all the way down to December, um, but then in each one there were different columns, right? So in every single right. month, I listed fun experiences. Then the other column was deeper connections and mm. then achievements, right? Mm. Um, and then sa sadness. I mean, I could change that to low or whatever. Mm. And then every single month I went through and I listed all those, those feelings and experiences. Then I went through the whole year and I highlighted all the top ones in each, like, like the most sad or the most fun or the deepest connections. And then I put those into one document right at the top entitled 2020 overall. And what I found, yeah, and then at the top, I was like, okay, top insights. The top insights after going through the whole year is that all my top experiences, like my peak experiences, are with people. Right. No matter okay. what I try to achieve on my ones, what I buy, where I go on my ones, the most emotionally charged, deepest, great fucking memories are with people, whether it's one person or whether it's a family um, and friends and also my highest peak newness was was traveling um and then i got like my main pains and my main joys so my main joys was shared fun experiences with people my main pain throughout the year this year was loneliness mm. and just really embodying that feeling due to to lockdown and i've never experienced it the way i did this year and as sad as it was i just learned so much through sitting in it it was yes. just so good to do this thing. And then my, my top achievements, which is four things, was stop smoking due to COVID, which was helpful. This podcast, um, mm. writing music, which I've been procrastinating on all my life, and then just copying the, the motorbike, which is something I've always wanted to do. Mm. Mm. And then what helped me was, the and I learned this from Tim Ferriss. He was like, go through the whole year and then say two lists, what I want more of and what I want less of for the next year. And then start your goal setting around that. But it's like mm -hmm. we're starting with reflection and gratitude before we yeah. work out what we actually want to do. It's really I've got a question for the both of you, actually. Um, what is your advice to keeping consistency in filling in these things? <laughs> Aaron, do you want to answer that first? And then yeah, well, I kind of wanted to backtrack a little bit before and even like this episode's about goal setting, right? Like, do you think... <clears throat> People Not should ask Reflect, well, reflecting, well, reflecting because like I think sometimes I find I've been told, like, say I've got a specific way of doing things like for some people, it's like exciting. Right. Like I, I started to start the year and I'm like, I can't wait to do the goals, like set these crazy audacious goals and be like project what the possible for me a big driver is just possibility right discovery what what hasn't been done and what can mm. be done and that's why i enjoy it but some people feel paralyzed by it as well so yeah, like i kind of wanted to highlight that yeah and also they see other people creating these goals and then they feel less i don't know they put a lot of pressure on themselves so at some point in the pod amas i was gonna see if we could maybe discuss 
if there's a different way. But um, to go back to your question, what was it? Just so I can start start it and answer. How it. do you lock in the habit, basically, right? Mm. Yeah. How do I lock in the habit? Um, so, all right, I've got this again Evernote thing. Um, <laughs> I think one. I think it's easy because it's a personal driver. I'm I'm motivated and mad excited about it. I've got 2011 yearly goal. Shall I go through that? <laughs> Shit. Oh God, yeah. yeah. What, as in what your goals were for 2011? Yeah. So yeah, what, what, like, how am I to answer the question firstly? I think mm. it just comes naturally for me first. Okay. Um, yeah, what I have student. learned and what I've made, what has made it more exciting each year is that I've become more sp- like, one, I've become a bit more specific. So just the top line of these 2011 yearly goals, one section was individualism, personal life goals, website. I'll go through these in a bit. And then let's say 2013. Oh, that was dead out. I didn't think I would put anything in 2013. 2016, <laughs> again, career, personal development, finances. Let me just forward up to 2020 where I got mad specific yeah, it goes AC Studios and then it's staff, stock footage projects, career, and then mini headings directing. I think looking back at this, because I've had the ability to track, I've learned a, a big thing in terms of what I think I can achieve in a year. I've never achieved in a year, but actually a lot of those things happen in five years. Wow. So I've achieved them, but it's just taken longer. So I've taken less pressure on myself sometimes. Um, and... Yeah, it's just like I think I think naturally we all have like I think it's just pacing yourself a little bit. But <laughs> yeah, kind of that. kind of putting that in perspective means that you can still get it, just appreciate and understand what I've learned is that if if you're consistent, those things will happen. It may just take a little bit longer than you expect. Yeah. Um I that is such a key idea that's come up in conversation during twenty twenty, man. Like in a lot yeah. of deep convos. Like things take as long as they take. Mm. yeah yes that's that's what i was trying to get at yeah yeah there's two approaches that i've um tend to tended to take so for me um i i have dreamer sessions so Mm. if you're familiar with walt disney's three rooms he has it's a theory and it's argued that walt disney would um not let an idea come into fruition until it had survived the process of the three rooms. Now the three rooms are basically three different think tanks. And I use this method a lot for music videos that I do and workshopping larger ideas to see if they can actually work. So the, the first room, and this is like a figurative room is the dreamer phase. And this is where you put all of your ideas down without any limits of money materials resources anything you just you have to have space to think expansively in order to reach your full potential um and then i'm gonna google this as well actually to make sure that i um i'm yeah accurate do you know what i mean i don't want to like that's it okay the critics and something else isn't it yeah well no it's dreamer um realist and spoiler so the first, <laughs> yeah, the first room is the dreamer phase. I, I'm th- these are really good also individually for you to know who you are in a group naturally. Yeah, what because room you like any, to live in for the most part. Yeah, because so see someone like a producer. A producer is going to be a realist. So it's someone who matches the resources and numbers and time and schedules in in order to facilitate the dream. Mm. But when but it's important now when I'm doing group work to not have have a realist in the dreamer phase because mm. i would say do you know what i want like a pink elephant in the room and they'd be like well you can't do that can you where are you going to get a pink elephant and i'm like fam let, i didn't say what kind yeah. of pink elephant it could just be a paper out. one it could, be a, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it could be a projector like i could build it it could be a real tig i don't know yeah. but you've got the dreamer phase then you've got the realist room which is where you start to attach tangible approaches to what you've dreamt and then the last room, which is the spoiler room, is sounds negative, but really it's about looking at your project objectively and then poking holes in 
all of all of the bits where actually, well, do you know what? Will that paper pink elephant work if we've got an outdoor thing and we're in London and there's potential rain? Okay, maybe we need to go back and adjust this idea. But the point is, is that you reach your full potential first. Now, the reason why I'm mentioning this theory and this approach is because when I do my reflections, I have two approaches. One is to think really expansively. And this is where I tend to not do prep. And I tend to just see what's within and I just write. So I write as crazy as it was like on my last one, I was like, cool, I want to DJ for the Obamas. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, let me just put that down. Cause that's something I want to do. It doesn't mm. really matter. Like whether that's uh, whether I've got a clear route to it yet, but it's something that I want to achieve. And I have to give myself credit and facilitate space to dream. So mm. important to do this. And then once that's written down, I then pick out those key bits and then I work backwards to where I'm standing today. Yeah, and that allows me exactly. And then that allows me to create the ladder going back up to whatever that goal is. Yeah. And I then love I this can stuff. map it out. Yeah, yeah. So that that's one thing. Sorry, Aaron. Yeah, no, no, go on. I was um, I'll I'll add when you're finished. Okay. Um, and then the other one is what I'd started doing a few years back instead of, cause there's all of this pressure, isn't there? Like around December, January times. Like I think that we in December, people are actually starting to hibernate, but festivities go up. This is, this is obviously pre lockdown. Um, and so we're in this like really busy mode where we're thinking about others and maybe not thinking so much about ourselves. But then in the last week, we kind of feel the pressure to think, well, you know, what, how do I want to prep for the next like, 12 <laughs> years? So it's quite mm. a busy time is what I'm kind of saying. And this time I think we, we weren't as busy. And so we felt the effects of, you know, the shift in time and in our heads anyway, um, a little bit more sensitively. But what I started to do a few years ago was, one of my resolutions in like 2017 or 2016 was to just have better posture. And so I pick resolutions or goals that I can do on a minute level every single day. Mm. And over time they build up to be something that becomes part of my habit, but they're really small. So it, it will be like drink more water and mm. sit up straight. Mm. And they, I get, then I get the reward um, chemical, which is dopamine, because I, I can do yeah. that immediately wherever I and am. It's achievable, isn't it? Attainable. It's man. achievable. So, it's attainable. so, 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 so important. Okay. 100%. Give yourself goals that, you know, there's no point in, well, listen, there's not no point, but if you're not a runner and then suddenly your goal is to run 10 miles a day, <laughs> like, you're going to struggle. You know what I'm saying? So maybe start with like, a walk first and then mm. start and then and then translate that into a jog and then maybe say do yeah. you know what a jog for three miles today and then tomorrow or next week I'm gonna do a jog for five miles and then you build yourself up yeah. so the positive thing has helped me so much because what it's actually done is remind me of mindfulness so the bigger the bigger mindset is about being self-aware but it's triggered off by a really small achievable attainable goal so yeah. I start, those are the two approaches on really like everyday level, really small things. And then the bigger thinkings happen in a dreamer phase. And then I work backwards to make them. So I kind of work back through those rooms of realist and spoiler as I'm building the tangible plan. You know what? This kind of all reminds me of. Do you want to go, Rubes, actually? Because I can. Yeah, I was going to just yeah. build on it a little bit. So yeah, when on. I was talking about my thing, the main, main thing I talked about was with reflections on what I learned, right? because that way I can strategize for moving forward. Like more, mm. I need more of this and less of this. Mm. <coughs> Sorry, but now I've got to um, my four main goals for the year. And I listed those like that's the majority of those are within my control. And I think that was that was so important for me mm. because I've had mm. so many goals and dreams, especially being an entertainer. I was like, I want to get on TV. Do you know what I mean? I want to do this. So much of that is out of my control and it's down to gatekeepers and unfortunately oppressive systems deciding whether or not I can move through. Now I just don't put myself through that pain. So it's more like these are goals that I have the power to control. Anything that happens outside of this for the positive, is icing on the cake if it doesn't it it's cool 
And also I've put them in like, and I learned this from Tim Ferriss. And I think these bits for me, these tweaks have been so important. It's first you put the goal and then you put the why. And Aaron always bangs on about this. And I think it's amazing to, to do this. It's like, why? Like you ask yourself why at least three times on each goal <clears throat> until you Sorry, until you get to the key driver, because when times are hard, it's it's the reason you're doing something is that's going to push you through, you know, just to either keep you going. Motivator. Yeah. Yeah. So it is the why you know, first. Once I realize the why, then it's like the how practically, how am I going to do this? And then the last thing is accountability. And for me, yeah. Every goal I have, I'm having an accountability officer for it. Either someone that wants to receive the get to the same goal for themselves so we help each other or someone that I can help them with something different but I need accountability because as the year progresses I'm going to wade so that accountability thing for me especially as someone who's really key it just used to getting so much shit done by themselves is such a dope tweak man I think the more you do it the the more you understand your personal patterns and where you you'd peak better in certain areas and then you'd you'd kind of lay flat on certain other things I want it's going to bring this thing up because it pretty much just talks about everything we've all just spoken about in a way. Let me just turn down my levels. So I'm sure like this, this kind of acronym kind of goes across business and it's, it's, it's a widely understood acronym around goals, but it's called smart goals. I'm pretty sure Mm. you two have heard of it. And most of our listeners may have, if you haven't, I'll read it through. Um, me on this gave me a whole booklet on it oh okay yeah um but yeah it's kind of a wide practice so yeah smart so i'll go for it specific so basically make your goal specific and narrow for more effective planning for me seems like a a given that's the the s yeah m is measurable so define what evidence you'll prove you're making progress and reevaluate when when necessary so yeah okay i guess that's a that's really, really key. So you kind of don't just do a big goal. It's like, for example, you're doing the run thing, Almas, right? So it's like, okay, cool. I've managed to mm. do, you know, a 5K walk and then 10K walk and then a 2K jog. And, you know, so you're not just like all over the place. A is for attainable. Mm-hmm. So for me, so, so, so key. So like, um, yeah, mm. make sure that you can reasonably accomplish your goal within certain time frame. I think this is really important for people that, struggle to do these goal settings and haven't really um started um that is probably the key because momentum is so important like because it will just give you that next challenge to get to the next step but if you can kind of go yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna jog fucking and you've never even walked 2k you're not honestly like from all of our experience it's not gonna happen so yeah definitely make it attainable when it's up um Mm. r is for relevant so your goal should align with your values and your long-term objectives. I think that kind of bakes in or bleeds into the why element that Ruben is just referring to. So when you figure out your why, you realize, why am I doing this? And is it relevant? Um, again, that just taps into kind of when, when things get a bit more difficult, when you know exactly why you're doing it and it is relevant, you'll be able to push through um, and chip away at it. And then the fifth one is T, which is time-based. So set a realistic, ambitious end for task pri- prioritization and motivation. Um, you can just Google smart goals and there's loads of different stuff in it, but that's really, really useful, I think. Um, so we've got specific, measurable, attainable, at- realistic, relevant. and timely. No, uh, relevant and time-based. Oh, yeah. relevant. Realistic. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We'd have a lot of res- resistance. Yeah, realistic uh, Realistic is, attain- is like the attainable thing. Relevant, sorry. Um, yeah, relevant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is the reason um, why I said realistic, realistic is because also block. I googled it at the same time, and that's what came up. So that's what I read. Okay, out. yeah, yeah. So they're pretty. So, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah realistic. Realistic came up in in the Google. It came up as oh. the third result, but the R1, but yeah. I have to say is that this is also on corporatefinanceinstitute.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is where they use a lot of this stuff, right? It's about data and feedback. And that, do you know what, Aaron? I've, I find, and, and there's a question to both of you, If you have you ever found that smart goals can work with art? Because reading Julia Cameron's The Artist's Way and working through that book with my, with my buddy Jess, we're like, 
it's hard to measure the progress of art sometimes, you know. And going back to what we said earlier, like things take as long as they they need to. It's been kind of hard. So the only thing I was able to measure really when I was writing the music stuff was the habits. Am I turning up to the page every day? Like mm. I can't rush myself to finish a piece of of art. Mm -hmm. It takes time sometimes. So this yeah, might be something that you agree or disagree with, but I think that structure um, limits creativity. And that's something that I live by, which is why a lot of my goal setting has been dream a phase first and to be yeah. my approach that's who you more are, expansive though. and creative. Yeah. Because um, the minute you put in guardrails, it's like it becomes blocks in your mind. And so it it doesn't mean structure can't be put in place later but i think that smart goals for example Coming might two or for three. Me, yeah would for me would two, sit yeah. in under yeah like cool what is the realistic now approach like to yeah, yeah. make that dream come true and let's let's make those goals specific measurable attainable relevant and time based mm, that's so yeah. interesting i find it the total opposite i found putting myself in a box and giving me borders to see when these things where is the edge i know mm. when to move over the edge and when not to mm. and it allows me personally to drill down and focus um and say mm. okay cool because i feel the opposite i feel paralyzed when anything to like you can do anything do anything so then i end up doing nothing <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I I don't start. It does feel really big, doesn't it? Like sometimes it does. But you know what? Maybe that's because there's pressure to create. Like if we're, we're talking at the moment about like creativity with business, mm, and yeah. and you know the two things you could argue are like complete polar opposites. And so if like you were just, if you had the space to just do whatever, like you might, you could just exist, right? But then if you actually need to like create a brief or respond to a commission or something, then th in that space, 100%, I look for guardrails more because I'm like, cool, yeah. I actually need to like create <clears throat> a specific um, product tailored to what what the want is. Yeah. Um, you know I, what? I, I had a, go on, Rubes. I I straddle between both ways of thinking at different times in my life. Yeah. I, spe I think I've spent a lot of my life in room one as the dreamer. And when I was in therapy, it would always come up. Like, And the idea is this Peter Pan. You're in Neverland, you're doing whatever you want. There's no boundaries, there's no structure. You're here to connect with creativity and be expansive. Um, and it was an amazing part of my life. And I can still dip into that that character, that side of me. But now, I not that I'm totally living in room, room two when I'm goal setting and living, but it's like I have a foot in both rooms. And that's mm. where I, I actually reside in between both rooms. Like my mm. balls lie on the line with a left testicle on one side <laughs> and a right <laughs> testicle on the other. And the reason I laughed is because I knew yeah. Aaron, that would be Aaron's... Because it also made yeah. me think of a Kenna. Do you know what I mean? And when yeah, I but work, you know what it, it's you like know what it, when we're working in teams to have people from different rooms is so great. Man. Yeah. But also I think it allows cool. like the way I <laughs> frame it is that once I know the rules, I also know what rules I'm breaking. Right. Whereas if there's right. no yeah. rules, there's like I don't know where the things fit, like anything could be. And also I, I watched this yeah. documentary on board that. games, um, which was like, uh, yeah, really, it was a, Amazon, a documentary on Amazon. And it was around board games and board game designers. And one of the designers made such a, such a really powerful statement about the difference between art and design. And she was saying, like, yeah. if you're designing a board game and you're a designer, yeah. then you have these expectations to fulfill yeah, or you're, ex yeah. you're fulfilling need, aren't you? yeah. you're serving a need, you're serving a brief. You can still be creative within Design that and you should be creative. Purpose. Whereas yeah, art is, it's, it's whatever. You're just like, you don't need to serve anyone. You're creating art for yourself first. Yeah. yeah. And like maybe, yeah. And maybe when people are doing these goals, there's a different idea. Like understand, like if you're doing the art thing, then yeah, it may be harder to, to fit it into this uh, space. And like you said, be measurable and stuff. But maybe you can do it in a term of like 
I want to create art. So I'm creating these specific habits to give me the time to make art and that, you know, finding time is measurable and all of that stuff. And then do your art and do your thing and don't have the limits on that. But um, yeah, I kind of wanted to dial it back down to habits as well, because I found these things. Almost, I know you, you spoke about habits and I, I make enough a fucking table in fucking Evernote. And I've done these like regular good habits and rituals. Um, and what I found useful is I kind of put these this this kind of system where I've done it from 2016. So I've, tra- I've tracked my habits. Yeah, you're um, a smash. Small habits that I wanted to achieve. Um, so I put them under. Like, how much time do you spend doing input, like data input? That's what you're but, doing. But I, I think yeah, that you're just it's what, sharpening how my the sword, mind, isn't it? Is, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not even critiquing it. I'm just like, like how, where? It's wicked because now you've got like yeah. years of data to, to you've look got back truth. on. You've got the truth of your life. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. let, me, yeah. let, me, let me unpack this. I, I put it under health, fitness, mindfulness, self-development, directing and film, finance, oh entertainment. God. Do you know what, day, are, what time you had a bar from 2016? I had a point with this. Debate? My point was that I think it's useful to do it to have like holistic round goals so it's like for me it's not just career based right and i think like one feeds the other so like health i think i started revisiting and learning a bit more health and realized like the more vitality i have the more energy i have it it bleeds into being more creative it gives me more energy um, and then that kind of leads on to time like having enough time for family family spending time with family and stuff like that it's all fu- rubes what didn't fucking anthony robbins do one of his early early books where he's just talking about like self-development in the in this circle of like all yeah. of these points yeah, yeah, all yeah. of these touch points yeah. are so so yeah. important it's not just this it's not just yeah one thing um, anthony's all anthony robbins has always known the truth some people cuss him but i just think he's just astonishing who is he under- for all of us that do not know <clears throat> anthony robbins is right now one of the, right oh, now right now tell them one right of the now. world's leading um self-development coaches maybe it. he's like yeah like me aaron and ken read his books early and that's what sent us all on these wild paths to do our own thing man mm-hmm. but he's he just Basically really understands holistically today. Yeah, yeah. Awaken the Giant Within. And Unlimited, Unlimited Power was the first thing I read. Unlimited Power. Like, I studied yeah. it in the library and it just changed up my whole mindset around everything. What's the first question? How did Tony Robbins get rich? <laughs> no, 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 no. I typed in Anthony Robbins and then, you know, when there's like a little bar and it says, people also ask. And the first yeah. question is, how did Tony Robbins get rich? Yeah. People got a lot of negative things to say about him. Like, oh, Why? Because he... Because there's, it's there's very a, West. A well, savior. his philosophy has changed, Ruben. I think before it was yeah, like very Western, right? Like outwardly goals, gain, attain, earn money, do your shit. No, but nah, nah. Like if we read his book, like Unlimited Power, Aaron. It, like, at first, he was like, in order to be happy, it's not the external stuff. You need to holistically understand your psychology and your emotional yeah. intelligence, and tick all those boxes. He's been saying it from day one. Yeah, but yeah. Where I think he he's evolved money, now. He's stepping into, into the capitalistic. Yeah, mindset yeah, yeah, and saying, look, that. you can that. win. And then that. he gets paid and does these big seminars on people like, nope, he thinks he's a savior. Anyway. Do you know, so what's really interesting, what well, the thing is though, what's really interesting here yeah, is a lot of, something I've been looking into a lot of recent is astrology. And the reason why is because I am interested in, like Aaron and you going back and like looking at data. Mm. I'm interested in observing past patterns of patterns of the of mm. planets yeah and then using that information to then map out what future um movements within the planets are going to be because every position of a planet like is sits in different spaces on a chart and where it is in that chart is where certain things come up whether that be home or career or whatever um but what i'm noticing about people like Tony Robbins, people like Brené Brown, who you've mentioned before, Ruben. Even I watched um, the Michelle Obama um, documentary on Netflix, Becoming, the other day. Mm-hmm. And I've been really intrigued to see how a lot of, a lot of this um, 
this quality that a lot of pe that people have is to be able to reflect and observe in order to then comment and make remark or or drive forward basically and that seems to be like one of the biggest people say you've got to go back to go forwards in it or learn your history to like figure out the future and things like that and as humans we are completely always going through a cycle so who was it one of you guys mentioned um is it tony robbins who was talking about the approach of it being in a circle yeah, yeah so yeah, um yeah, so yeah. what does that what is what does that say like what does he say basically that we want to be like life the quality of life is measured mm. not in one area like you can't measure success just mm. through how much money you have in your bank account or right. just how fit you are you, you can be amazingly fit but have no money you, do you know what i mean and, oh, and in this world that will, yeah so yeah, yeah. so it look it, it in so it's going back to like maslow's hierarchy of need like what is the oh, needs for a okay yeah, yeah i mean yeah i mean yeah there's i mean there's talk around redefining the pyramid and anyway but um yeah it's like what makes a human being what what are the needs how can we fulfill all of them as best possible to live the best quality of life in in a nutshell that's what he's about yeah mm -hmm. and to practical build on, ways of doing that to build on that visually like the reason why we said a circle so anyone that kind of watches or plays like fifa or pro like when you have a player's stats they'd have like at the top, maybe like strength, passing ability on the right. Like they'll have like maybe five, right? Or eight. So it's like an octagon. And like you'd have like an arrow peaking if they've, they're really fast, but they're, I don't know, they've got bad defense or something. So he tried to, he plotted it out and put like family, finance, health, um, what else? Uh, meaning career all of this stuff and he goes you don't want to be like a jagged you know like peaking in finance but have terrible family relationships or marriage or you know friendship circles and stuff you kind of want to be fairly decent in all of these things so you want to have a good family life you want to have fairly decent fitness you want to be you know it needs to be round and not like overly mm. peaking in certain areas for you to feel i guess i guess his thing was like leave lead a meaningful and fulfilled life um because i think loads of people like will be ham on one section and then completely you yeah. know leave the and other they think it can make side. up for the void yeah. in the other sections but it cannot because they're all separate entities in their in their own right and they in my head i'm seeing it like a pie chart yeah kind of yeah 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 pretty much yeah kind of like that yeah 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 okay yeah you know I, what? As, that holistic approach um hundred percent it's so funny because before i used to just bang out gym and now i'm like i can't do physical exercise <clears throat> pardon me unless it's um your whole body withered training. right then when you talked about exercise <laughs> <laughs> you started <laughs> rotting you put oh 20 my years god this happened before in an episode didn't it um yeah no i was saying that like now my approach to exercise is that I still have to have like my, I have to have like my mind engaged now or like, you know, I have to be in tune with my body. Whereas before it was like, bang out gym, get a physical result. Whereas now I'm like, okay, well, what is this exercise doing for me? How does it affect me? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. other ways, yeah. you know? It's asking um, yourself why, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's why you, why the fuck are you doing all of these things? Some people just like plot along, but when you figure That's out That's a great why, starting point for figuring out your goals. So once you've set your goals, yeah, why do you want to do this? Them. Yeah, why do you yeah, want to yeah, do yeah. that? Like, it's so true. Because if so, what if you can share what resolutions or goals or intentions have you set for this net for these next twelve months? And do you know your why? Do you talking to me or Aaron? Both of you. <laughs> um, the room. <laughs> the room. Um, yeah, I mean. <coughs> I'm quite clear on my why and I have been for a long time and, and I frame my whole website and professional life around it and it bleeds into my personal life. It's it's about championing dreamers and it always has been. Like I've been championing the dreamers since 2006. So, I mean, there's whys behind that. It's to change culture, mm. it's to empower people, help people live a truer and more authentic, uh, good quality of life. It's by doing that, um, community in the world in, in itself 
thrives because people are doing their their truest highest work so there's lots around that in in regard to goals <coughs> sorry about this cough man it's I all think good. through osmosis digital osmosis i've got old with almas um <laughs> yeah my, my my goals are quite simple this year for me it's release the music project i've been working on because that would mean a lot to me personally and how that does is none of my business but it's about me doing that the other mm. one is that's quite tangible is move house um another <laughs> one industry thing is get an agent and then the other one is more shared holidays because after my insights mm. i was like i know it's 2021 and, and covid that's might be a bit of a joke thing but just in life like that will mm. not change more shared holidays with people i love creating memories I'm totally on that. And all the rest of the stuff, I just know because I've locked in habits like um, exercise and whatnot, because that's lifestyle, I know that takes care of itself, you know? Once you lock in the habit, it takes mm. care of itself. Like back in the day, because I was, I'm, I'm a slim guy. I'm a skinny dude. And I used to get bullied back in, in, the, in the day for it. So I used to be like, I'm going to be the strongest man in the world. I'm going to go gym and get hench. And so there was a couple of years where I would do it. <laughs> I'd actually measure my actual do you know what i mean like really calorie count and do all of that stuff but yeah, it just yeah, wasn't yeah. sustainable for me because mm, my genetics yeah. are set in a certain way so now it's like i'm going to the gym to revitalize myself and re-energize myself because when i move the quality of my life and the quality of my thinking is so much better so if yeah. that's a lifestyle habit running and intense weightlifting or whatever it is everything else would be yeah. blessed you can stay and flexible yeah. as well win it in that way yeah mobility like you can adapt Mm. So you can adapt if we're in a pandemic, right? So like, if you can't go to gym, I've seen you running now, Ruben, if you can't yeah. do this. So yeah, think, yeah framing it runs. that way. <laughs> um, so yeah, I this is what I'm pissed. I didn't <clears throat> get to do my goals for this recording session. Um, let me start off with my you why. Just share yeah, one of them. Yeah, yeah. I think, I'm so, thinking a bit more specifically. So if I give you an example, so for me, one of my goals is to create more solid foundations with my immediate family oh, I love and, that. and the reason why so my why is because I want to create um I use that word solid again create a more solid community with my immediate unit to learn to love them just as they are mm. and create a sense of safety for myself mm -hmm. um and also tap into um understanding myself more by looking at mm. the people that I have been, uh, the people that have helped me get here. So like people like my mum and the siblings that have been chosen to be like, to share my spirit. Um, mm. I that love that. Is, yeah. So that's specifically speaking. So it's not, mm. don't, I'm not asking you to go wide. It's just like, what's one thing and what's your why? Yeah. And that makes my goals sound so, you know, <laughs> no, not at all. I'm just coming out of some woke thing, you know. I want to get connected no. to the family, and I'm out here saying I want to go on holiday, just to no. let you know, <laughs> just to let you lot know. Yeah, I also do have two intrinsic goals, and they are <laughs> reduce pessimism and increase optimism. Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah, and lose bitterness and become more hopeful because I found myself bitter oh, around that. certain things. Mm. Um, mm. And you know what? The other stuff with friends and family. Yeah, because the last two years I've been doing that work, that's already in motion. Ruben, that so. I'm smiling so much. Like those are mm. your intrinsic goals are like they're big, mm. like mm. sick I'm and so attainable, and, and attainable, and realistic. <laughs> oh shit, I'm a smart guy. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I put in my diary as well every mm. month, the first of every month or the thirty first. So the last day or the first, not first day, I think. I was like quickly review just quick i put the word quickly review years goals just to see where i am each month and i've never done that before so let's see how this year pans out for me i'm so I, i'm guessing aaron does that every lunch <laughs> 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 oh, my god i've got so much in it. well for, for the why yeah I'm, I'm pretty clear on that it's to discover reveal connect with and champion underappreciated people and places so that I can progressively shape the way people see the world. Um, I know this is probably getting boring. I bang on about this thing so that yeah, it bleeds into all my work. Um, goals wise, uh, I'm looking at my 2020 goals here, which I think I've completed 80% <laughs> of them. 
Really? Uh, shall I read them through the, the 2020 stuff? Kind of. Beef. Shall I read the, Let me read the 2020 <laughs> stuff. And this isn't to be like showing how much I've achieved, but I think it's gonna. It's a good way to bring back all the things we've talked about, like in terms of being attainable, splitting them up into sections, being measurable and stuff. So I've put them mm. first is AC Studios. Yeah, I've put it a subhead in staff to have a social sites uploaded and running that got done. To have a regular editor working on the brand at least twice a month. It's not really working, but um, I'm kind of like hired my first member of staff. Um, shout out to Hish. Big, 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 big man. Man like Hish in the building. Um, under that sec other section is stock footage to have received a minimum of 5K in revenue through stock footage. Didn't achieve that much money, but it made some decent amount of money on that. To have mm. 3,000 clips of stock on sites. I think I've got 2,000. Then next section was career directing to get, I can't talk about the name of the title, but this project and development of a big network that is up and running to be signed to an agency for TV projects. No, but started conversations. Mm. Culture cam, big fail here. And this is where I think it's important to also pivot and understand that everything's going to go. So I had this idea basically of, um, trying to tap into like lo-fi video content. So like I do polished stuff, but I used to, when we used to travel, I'd be like, oh, I wanna go to Copenhagen and I'll just Google some random video taken on the phone. And it was a good way of experiencing a city and to research and stuff. So we were like, oh, let's make this website called Culture Cam, where we, when we travel, we just film stuff on our phone, Cut smash it out. out. Bit. Sorry, oh, Rubes. Um, but yeah, yeah, that didn't work. Um, and then all the other stuff worked, I think. Wait, Aaron, what was the last bit of what you just said? So I said I had this project called Culture Cam, which didn't didn't work, obviously, because pandemic happened and we couldn't travel. So that's just understanding that yeah. certain things are out of your control. And then two out other sections were personal okay. development. So meditation, add that. I think I've been doing that. Languages, fully flopped. I didn't learn French. I wanted to learn French this French. year. French. No one, French. you definitely flopped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't learn French. Didn't learn French this year. That was good. I was laughing at the same question earlier. I saying French. I, I wonder that. why you didn't learn French. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> you know, this actually leads into something else. But yoga didn't you do yoga as well. <laughs> I know. You're married to. A you know, person. I've learned to be less harsh <laughs> on myself than that. French. I was so I was so strong, being like, how the fuck have I been stuck in the house for the whole year? My f wife is French. I've got incentive to learn in it, and I can't do it. But Ruben, I think I've realized I may potentially be dyslexic. I had this conversation with someone ah. recently and I'm taking the mm. taking the test. And when I was researching it, I realized loads of stuff popped up. Um, yeah. But yeah, I've got dyscalculia. You got what? Dyscalculia. What's that? What's the inability to understand and process numbers. Yeah. Oh, but you got A in maths. No, I didn't, Aaron. I, I got, got tuition and got a C. Like years of oh, tuition just to get a seat. <laughs> That's why I could not be a normal, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Couldn't, I'm not South Asian, I can't count. I can't count that. Um, but to answer your question, Amos, I think one of the goals this year is um, is to work on the Asian Man book, which is 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 kind of coming coming together to, to release a print version of the Asian you Man said, book. You um, said to work on the Asian Man book. Mm. yeah like Sick. i would be able to do like all these holistic stuff if i write it down but like in a way it's just a continuation of last year i think a lot of these things are working and planning out um so yeah it could be as simple as stay growing yeah mm. each year i mean if we if we were to conclude just because we're at an hour now um is there any final thoughts because we've got like are we we've covered our reflections and some of our own goals is there final thoughts for the audience in my regards to reflections and intentions? My suggestion is to figure out those little everyday things that make a big difference. So when you look back, you when you look back on your year, you can um, you can feel the sense of achievement for a small attainable goal, and then I would spend time dreaming and mapping out what Aaron points to which is your why and what you know what your purpose is and where you want to go so and then you the year really is to fill in all that space in between to close the gap because if you if you do those mm. small things and you're looking after yourself 
your breathing, your drinking, your eating well, all of that stuff, your exercising, then hopefully you'll be able to be more productive and creative to achieve the wider and bigger, broader goals. Mm. What do you guys uh, think? Should, yeah, for me, I kind of wanted to bring on a point of, um, I think one, be gentle with yourself, like make make the goals small totally. and attainable. But um, uh, I was speaking to Niran about this or he posted something up and it was like PDD saying like, if you didn't use the pandemic to do something new or to learn a new skill or do something you ain't got the hustle in you. And I think that was so problematic out, in man. terms of Shut like, up, bring them on. Yeah, the it's fucking people are dying out here and all of that stuff. So it's, yeah, it's to have gentleness with yourself as well. Like, yes, these goals are great and, and they should be, hopefully give you a bit of motivation and a bit of dri uh, a driver, but don't be like, I fucked, I haven't, you know, used my time wisely. I think if you go back to the why thing, which Alma said first, like if you make a little bit of progress with that, that's 10 times more valuable than starting a random goal and even achieving it if it's not connected to what you really want to do or how you want to move your life forward because it's, yeah, eventually you're going to quit it and it doesn't align. Mm. I, I I agree with both of your points. I think they're really valuable. I'd also add to um, just be honest with what who you are and what type of person you are. I think some people are really driven and excited by goal setting and some people are absolutely overwhelmed and it puts them into a mm. state of total anxiety and it's just it's just not progressive. Do you know what I mean? It's just just work out who you are honestly and then and then build a plan around that. And if you're the latter that isn't on goal setting, then just say to yourself, give yourself permission to not set goals and just to enjoy presence like in yep. 2021 because of how much unknowns we're going to be navigating as well. And if you are a goal setter, I would say for me, what's worked is taking the pressure off of trying to finish it all by the end of January. <laughs> like, yeah. Fuck off, man. Do you know yeah. what I mean? If life is, <clears throat> is cyclical, there's no start and end. So just chip away at this thing. And even if it's mid-year, you're like, you know what? I finally got some intentions set for the rest of my life. Then yeah. just, just roll that way, man. That's so true, Rubes, because I think um, I wanted to wrap it on this thing, my 2011 goals. So some of them <laughs> like, like some yeah. something is, no, no, there's one thing on here that has happened, but it took 10 years for this, wow. this goal to achieve. So right wow. at the bottom, I won't go through all of it, but right at the bottom, I've put websites to indianstyle.com forward slash the stylish indian.com. I went a website that centers around Asian male style. The Asian wow. market is going wow. to get bigger and only our only competition will be GQ India. Shout out to GQ India because I actually know them now and their their family. Um, it's still a market that can be taken advantage of. Maybe the wrong talking. term. But no, that, that rounds it up and exploit the market. But yeah. look at that. Like my goal for this year was the Asian man book now, right? And yeah, the community exactly. and that. And and it's like a 10-year cycle. Like yeah. if I didn't have wow. like that patience to say like, okay, I've got it down here, but just be fluid. And But I think the, the, I was consistent. Like it, it, that idea wouldn't leave my soul. So mm. I, I adjusted just and being like, okay, cool. Like leaving that space. Yeah, 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 man. So take the time. Like be oh, present, shit, man. Maybe we're saying ban goal setting and just understand, <laughs> that every, understand that everything takes as long as it needs to take. Just breathe and live your life. Listen, so, so there's a sweet spot somewhere in between. Yeah. I, think, I think like it definitely is to allow time and to not get frustrated with your goals and dash them away. Because there's things that I have achieved much later and by that point it was off my radar. And mm. actually like what I'm learning through our conversation is cool, like, make that those lists like I want to start my archive now so like maybe in 10 years time I'll be able to see what my 2021 goals were um and allow time for them to happen mm. you know we're not we, we're not in control of everything um we can only so go true. as fast as we can go yeah 100 uh, yeah oh man it's been I feel uplifted talking yeah, about that's it. sick nice, man. yeah it's Dope. proper sick all right cool till next right. time Happy 2021 and that, innit? <laughs> yeah. Happy New Year, guys. <laughs> Much love year. to you all. What is this behavior? Right. 
Thank you very much, friends and family, for listening in to this episode. We hope something connected. We hope you learned some stuff and maybe gain some strategies for just how you're dealing with this transition from 2020 to 2021. And we know this year isn't going to be another easy one, obviously, but we hope you manage to find some joy, manage to focus on gratitude and just grow. And if you're in a down place, obviously reach out to your communities and stay connected, man. Um, if you're new to the show, again, welcome to the family. You can check us out on Instagram. A lot of, I mean, that's our pulse, our beating pulse. Um, and that is Instagram.com forward slash or at, I should say, what is this behavior podcast? And you can find us on all good podcasting platforms. And please, if you enjoyed the show, feel free to tell your friend, to tell her friend, to tell his friend, to tell his dog's accountant's dentist about the show because we're constantly growing a family. We wish you the best for 2021 i guess it's going to be what it's going to be um hold tight and let's run it let's navigate this together till next week peace out what is this behavior do you want it you're dying for it <laughs>